0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: Believe. Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all your sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, MV, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V, bet BetOnline, where the game starts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals Centric Specific Show where we talk about the Arizona Cardinals here in the Phoenix metropolitan area. I am one of your co hosts. I am Javon J. Love Adams. And with me, as always, is the one and only Ed Easy Smith. Not only did he play professional baseball, but he played in the National Football League as well on that first Super Bowl bound team for the Atlanta Falcons. What is good, my brother?
0: Oh, man. Happy holidays to you and the family. All of our listeners, the Believe family as well. Uh, we, this is, I mean, this is stretch run of the season, right here. Um, I got a lot to talk about with this episode. I'm, I'm as we always do, yeah, uh, some observations, as we call it.
1: Okay. So I got, I got. There's definitely one thing that I want to, that that I want to throw at you, but I'm going to let you give your thoughts on that first. But we do this thing two times a week. The first, uh, the, the first episode of the week is always the reaction to the most recent game uh, that comes on on Mondays. And then we also do this on Thursdays as well. And so, so again, we, we, um, the, the Thursday one, since the hard knocks in season has been going on, we decided to make this show more of a focus on our reaction to that, to that episode. And then, of course, we mentioned some different things along the way as we then talk about in, in, in some, in some, at some level, the upcoming game against the, the upcoming week's opponent. And this week's opponent is the, is on Christmas Day, and that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, this week is the aftermath of the the game. Um, is is the game really leading up to the Broncos game? And so, uh, of course, this game has. So, as we're preparing, we know that uh, Kyler Murray is injured. We know that uh, that Colt McCoy is going to be starting. And you know some some different kind of storylines there, and again this is a it's a it's a show it's entertainment, so you can tell really early on who's going to be featured one of the one person that was featured was definitely Vance joseph. he was featured, and so you could see that uh some that that regimen there. I may want to talk about that a little bit, but there's definitely something that I saw towards the end of the show and it it kind of involved JJ watt because I know that's Ed's favorite player. <laughs> but before I get into my questions and take that where I take it, what were your takeaways and what were some things that caught your eye?
0: Well, we had to feature players and coaches, as you mentioned, obviously with Vance and the other coaches getting their morning walk-in. Um, interesting. Uh, they featured Trey McBride. Um, three McBride. Yeah, three. Yeah. And here's the thing. I I... We... We've talked in, in, in ex- extensively, yes. Uh, you know, all the way from the off season with the draft and what we thought we needed, and and then uh, you know the, the the team goes in a, a couple different directions. Obviously, the Marquise Brown giveaway for a first round pick, and then you go draft a tight end in the uh second round. Because that's what and, they needed, right?
1: It's like <clears> it's like that <throat> song with Method Man and Mary J. Blige: you're all I need." That's what you need <laughs> yeah. to survive, right. You know what it's
0: like, Jay. It's like, and this is right off the top of my head. It's like, Hey, I need some gas for the lawnmower. So you go, you take the big jug to the uh, gas station, you get gas, right? Yeah. And you're halfway home and your car runs out of gas (laughs) and you just got lucky that you stopped and got some gas for the gas for the lawnmower, but you actually ran out of gas, right? So the fact that we drafted a tight end in the second you are
1: night, you are great at your analogies. That's that is
0: I literally I thought it was gonna be stupid when I when it first popped in my head here, but yeah. it does make sense. It so makes sense. We we everybody will look at what well look you know we got Trey McBride and and Zach Ertz went down. If Zach Ertz doesn't go down, you don't need no damn second <laughs> tight end. Yeah, and man. he's not really yeah. you know it's not making you better. Meaning when you make that pick and now you know we got a young man who's trying to figure out the, one of the things that I saw, and I was asked about this, I did a couple things last week. You know, yeah. people are always interested about the tight end position and how difficult it is to learn. Right. And it is, you can see Trey McBride before uh, Zach went down, You know, and obviously some of the even language during the show is like, look, you're not a rookie anymore. You need they were almost trying to pump him up like, man, you need to get your head out your butt. It's time for you to go to work. You know, that type of thing. Right. Which leads me to believe, you know, because they were talking about no more rookie mistakes, no more this. You know, they're almost like pumping him up like you need to step up, which leads me to believe, you know, at that position. I, I tell people how difficult it is because of the number of things you have to know. Okay. and a number of things you are responsible for. Uh, no other position do you have to have the strength of an offensive lineman, mm. the agility of a wide receiver because you're running routes trying to get deep into secondaries or the lead blocking ability of a fullback mm. and then also be able to put your hand in the dirt and nowadays flex out or be in all these crazy motions and stuff like that. Right, And it is an awful lot for some young players when they come in, you know, most of your, you know, tight ends, it takes them a couple to three years to figure it out. The first right. couple of years, you can tell they're swimming because you just like the quarterback position, it is, it is a load. You know, when you're an offensive lineman, Jay, all you got to know is your combo blocks and your pass protections. Mm. You know, when you're a wide receiver, they they say they like the block, you know, you hear every now and then, yeah, I like to get my hands dirty. No, they don't. They're huh. standing out there on the side, figure out their their routes the route trees and the hot routes and stuff like that and running backs they want the ball so you're full they want the ball give me the ball get out my way right i not you know it is tough for them a lot of times too they'll they'll always talk about how with running backs they you know they the, the good ones have to know how to block so a lot of times you'll see these guys that are great runners they never quite get it because they don't know the blitz pick, pick blitz pickups and they don't like to put their nose in where they don't want to put it, right? Right. True. Okay, so like I said, multiply that times three with the tight ends. So one of the things that, you know, came to mind for me playing that position, um, you can see to this point in the season, well, up until where Urch went down, he you know, he was a little lost, and now he's thrust into it. And, you know, it looks like he's getting it. You know, he had a pretty good game against the Broncos Broncos. Um, everything's kind of coming along. This is his what they call it, trial by fire. So he's figuring some of that out. Right. One other thing that I'll, and, and this is coaching-wise, I'll let you jump in here after this, is I'm starting to notice every week we watch this show, and every week it, it's Cliff and the same words, right? Yeah. I'm also seeing Cliff and the same actions. Mm. I'm watching this team practice, right? We've been doing this for a few weeks now with right. the Hard Knox. But mm. we've had speculation on How he runs his show and stuff like that, and have you noticed, bro? They go like, and I know it's late in the season, so everything tones down a little bit. Okay, but even when I was in my on my successful teams I played on, it was hey, in between drills, we need dudes on the hop, getting the way you want to. We need to get, you know, when a you know we're doing a drill over here when the whistle blows or the horn blows, I need everybody on the hop, getting to the next spot so we can get. Man, they're blowing horns and dudes are just, uh, you know, just walking, you know, just we'll get there when we get there. You know, that type of thing. Right. Even at this point in time, I'm seeing no urgency, meaning, hey, when we're doing this stuff, I know we're out here and we can't have full pads on, but we got the shells on. I want explosiveness. I want dudes running their routes at full tempo. Why do you think when you get in the game, it doesn't Mm. look the timing doesn't look quite. Like it's there, it's mm. not what Jay is not, not quite curling quite yeah. right, yes, because you're practicing the way you're practicing, nothing is at full tempo. Mm. And like I said, we're late in the season now where things start to shut, there's no contact. And when I played, we used to still do seven on seven full uh pads, and then after pads, if we were good, coach, we, whatever, <laughs> hey, hey, take the pads off, let's put the shells on. But that was just so we maintain at least a little bit of physicality getting ready early in the week leading up to Sunday. Right. These dudes are already in shells and t-shirts. How many times you watch this show, everybody's got a t-shirt on with their number on the back. They don't even have shells under it. And they're still just lollygagging, getting to the next drill, you know. And you know, and for me, that's a sign. Right. And, and like I said, at no point in time during this, like, like I said, it's late in the year, bro. We don't need to be hitting each other, putting our hands on each other. But I can guarantee you, at any given time during a practice, when that horn blows, I need to do sprinting or getting to the next spot where you're supposed to be yeah. with some type of urgency because that just it's in, it's it's infectious. When you're hustling to the next drill, then you, you know it's like you know we're up, we're up tempo, we're moving. You know, I'm watching these guys, man, and maybe I'm too much of an old school, you know, back in the day guy, but I remember when practice was practice. These dudes look like they're out there just like every day is a walkthrough. You know, mm-hmm. hey, you know, like Oprah giving out to every day is a walkthrough. We're going to walk through, We're gonna walk through <laughs> on Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It doesn't matter. So I'm starting to see signs of some of the things that I think have been wrong all along. And that goes with Cliff's coaching mentality, his demand for players to be 100% accountable to him. You said it last week, you know, you picked up on, hey, you know, I'm trying to treat you guys like men. You know, nah, we need somebody who's somewhat of an authoritative figure and I'm not seeing anything. Their practice, their practice methods image, they they mimic exactly what we're getting on Sundays. Ooh, they start off trying, and you know, it's all words and this and that and as soon as Tough time. It was that old saying, you know. Tough tie. Well, I, whatever. Tough when the going gets tough, the, when the going gets Going, tough going. Yeah. yeah. When the lazy, when the lot lolly, lollygaggers get going, a you know, lollygaggers gaggers stay or whatever it is. I'm, I'm just seeing more and more reason why, I'm you know, things aren't translating because they everything looks great in practice, but then you get in the games, bro. And it's tempo. Yeah. It's you know, and I'm it's just not seeing. That's one of the things I picked up on in this episode. It's just. You know, if you wanna play hard, you gotta practice hard too. I'm not seeing a lot of practice hard out there.
1: That's interesting. That's interesting. So that makes me I am gonna to get to the point that I that I mentioned that I that I alluded to in the beginning, but I do want to mention this. So in the beginning of the episode, because of they they mentioned briefly again, it's a it's a show. They're trying to show highlight positive yeah. things about the team instead of really focusing on negative and but michael bidwill he uh he addressed the team in the beginning, and so he mentioned the same th- something that made me think of what you've mentioned a few times essentially that that eye in the sky doesn't lie some of y'all yes, some sir. of y'all players man I, some of y'all practicing hard and you're you're doing your thing and you're giving hundred percent effort. Thank you keep man. doing that, but some of y'all aren't, and we see that, and it's noticeable, and that's something that and. Again, yeah, because we're not seeing, there's a lot of stuff that I would imagine that's on the cutting room floor, but that message was clear from the owner. But I just the messages that we hear and see from Cliff is just we're doing great, keep on going. Just guy can't have those mistakes, keep going. As opposed to, hey, some of y'all are not really getting it done, man. What 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 it do that type of thing? So that that was a little bit of of a contrast there to me. And I don't know if that stuck out to you as well.
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, there, there are certain owners, there are owners across the league. The, I remember when I played with the Washington football team way back in 1986, and yeah. we had an owner, I can't, he was old, old dude. He was so old, bro. When he The one time he came to see us, he was old and rich, though. He was old and rich. <laughs> the, one, the one time he came to see us, We were alerted, you know, coach or owner, I cannot remember his name. He was like 90 years old, whatever it was. He got on the cart, bro. They brought him down on the cart with his young wife. And they came down, and he looked, and he made an appearance. And that was pretty much the last time we saw him for the year. Now, there are different owners, like a Jerry Jones and a Bidwell is young enough. These guys are a little more in tune with their team, meaning, because they're not only in value, he, look at this. He's not going to take Cliff's word for Ooh. evaluation or Kime's word. Right. You know, well, you know, we are still giving it all we got, Michael, you know, and well, let me check this out a little bit. Michael Bidwell might be one of those dudes. He might even be bold enough to be looking at some film yeah. or, you know, sitting in the back room while the other, while the coaches are evaluating Monday's film. He might just, Hey, you know, the door opens and everybody turns around and see it oh, that's Michael, you know. He might not even say a word, but he might just come and sit in the back of the room and sit because he's also evaluating his evaluators, right? Ooh, yes. So he's watching and, there's, and, they're, and they're watching this film. What can't you do, brother? It's, it's, it's almost like an open book test, right? Ooh. If he's sitting back there and he's watching and you got the clicker and you see dudes lollygagging out there or not giving 100%, you yeah. can't pretend like they're giving 100% because now he's evaluating you. And man, maybe they don't know what the hell they're doing. You know, they, that, does, that look like 100% to you. no. So they get real critical. You know, we can't have this. You know, I can see, I can see. You know, <laughs> hey, all of a sudden the clicker starts float flying around the, <laughs> the, the screen that, And they want to rewind it 10 times. Yeah, this is what we can't have, you know, because they want to, so they're doing their job. You know, that type yeah. of thing. Yeah. And, and I'm just throwing out a scenario there. Yeah. When he said that, it alerted me to, yeah, he's one of those dudes that he he's he made an investment and he knows where his money's going. He wants to see what he's getting back for his money right now. right? Because when he made that comment, that wasn't a comment you make unless you got some inside information, meaning, hey, I want to let y'all know. I see what you're doing out there. <laughs> some of it's good, and some of it ain't. And if yeah. you want to be around here you know, uh, for an extended amount of time, you better start doing what you're supposed to be doing because we're going to start weeding it out from here. So that's what I took from that.
1: Real quick, one of the things uh, is, it, it reminds me of this, so bear with me just for just a moment. Oh, take time, man. I was, uh, uh, my my now wife and I, we were dating in high school. So I, my grandfather allowed me to borrow the the car to to take my wife on a date. And we were supposed to go to the movies. The key word "supposed to." We were supposed to go to the movies. <laughs> so, so we went out. You know, you no, know, we hung out. And so I get home. So I'm I'm home. The you know I, I wake up in the morning and my dad is at the house, and he. And so we're, I'm sitting there, and he's and he, how you doing? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, so what'd you do yesterday? <laughs> uh, you know, we we you know, Nika and I we went to the we went to the movies. He said, okay, cool. That's good. That's good silent for a beat. So what'd you see? I paused for a moment and he looked at me and said, yeah. And it kept going. So it's it's. I know what you think you was trying to get over on. So I'm trying to make sure that you understand that that we are on the same page. So yeah, yeah. Same, same type of thing. There, same. Type oh yeah, of thing. same type of thing. So believe in the Arizona Cardinals. And so uh, so one of the things is that your your favorite player J.J. Watt was oh, was, was was definitely was definitely a focus or spotlighted. He had a great game though. You can't deny. Oh, game. he had an outstanding had game. game I don't think Denver. we needed
0: them win sprints before the during practice. Yeah, yeah. And then they want to sit there and talk. Man, that's how you. That's how you do it right there. That's how you become a hall of famer. <laughs> you know that. And they just pray. And he's sitting there getting the extra sprints in. You know, Bruh, Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> so here, <here's, laughs> every time I
1: see him, I think it's just just hey, shaking hey, his hey, head hey, every hey. time, but. <laughs> Here's one of the things that that was mentioned. So at the end of the at the end, and this kind of goes into Cliff as well. So so take this where you want it. The the JJ thing is where I, what I want the first reaction to. So he, so Cliff is saying, really saying the same thing, and it's almost as if he's exasperated. He's just out of, he's just out of out of fuel, saying the same thing over and over again. Uh, uh, it, we got we just got to figure it out, you know? We got to figure it out. We have to stop making the yeah. same mistakes. But then I jump to so JJ Watt is break, getting ready to break the team down, and he says, "Hey, you got you you can't stop, you cannot quit. Don't quit on yourself, don't quit on your team. Watch the film, watch the you know practice hard, do those do those things because it goes into the next season. So it's a two part thing that I'm mentioning here. One, you've talked about how with the Atlanta Falcons." that the, that bad season that you had, then that going into the off season and how everybody was really focused and, and really bought in how that helped to make that upcoming season a success. I want you to kind of revisit that. And can do you see that that is possible that that could happen with the Cardinals? And then also the second part is how, how long do you let a loss eat, eat at you? Because and the reason I say that is because, the next scene jumps to, to Trey McBride with his family. I'm not trying to say he can't enjoy his family because they're there. He, they're, they're in the area. That's where he's from, mm-hmm. but it was okay. It's over. Hey, it's great. Great to see everybody. Cool. Straight and smiling, laughing. How long do you let a loss sit with you? And then what about using this time when the season is lost to try to, to try to build the habits? Cause this, these wins aren't going to affect next season, but the habits to make next season successful.
0: All oh, great questions today. Uh, first, as far as I'll give you the example of the offseason, the difference when, you know, you got to remember, last year was a playoff season for the Cardinals, right? Yes. So they were on the trajectory going up. When I got to the Falcons, and this is the only difference I'm looking at here. When I got to the Falcons in 97, it was June Jones was the coach. They were coming out of run and shoot, uh, horrible, you know, seasons leading up to when Coach Reeves got there. He was trying to take over and create a culture from ground up, from scratch. Okay. So that one in six or one in one in seven start that we had out the box, he was basically, that's like getting to the park. And the first thing you do is step in doo doo, right? All you can do is try to wipe the doo doo off. Yeah. And you know, try to get it from out the crevices. And if you're lucky enough, there's a a, a hose there and you can hose it off to get it out. Right. So you can now have these clean care kicks. So you can kind of move forward. Yes. So when that one and seven start for us and then the set, the seven and one finish that was leading us to an off season of hope. Okay. Where we were like, we started off on the trajectory down, but next, you know, we go into that off season, finishing up, you know, after well, what we finished, um, one, we started one and seven Finished six and two. So we were almost the first team in NFL history to start a season one and seven and finish seven one. Ironically, we lost that last game of the season out here against the Cardinals. Okay. Week six, week 16. So with that being said, it was like our trajectory was going up. So we went into the off season. It was like, look, all the things that we started creating toward the end of that season, let's take that into the off season and build on that. And that's what we did, man. We started doing stuff together. You know, me and some of my buddies, we bowled every day. We Everybody was h- holding everybody accountable for being at the off-season workouts so we could get our 90% in for our incentives. About And that built us through the off-season doing things together. And in the boot, we had a great head coach and builder of men that mm. was pulling us all to – like, we didn't know it. He was slowly taking every one of us. And we might have been a fractured group of 53 – like, they could have all spread out on a football field. Before that, by the end of that offseason, going into that season, you you could fit the 53 of us in one room. That's how close we all were. And I'm not saying everybody loved each other and stuff like that because there were dudes on that team I couldn't stand, but yeah. they were my brother in combat, so that type of thing. The problem with the Cardinals is they, up until this point, we felt like it was the crochet, like, slowly taking those steps. Yes. You know, last year was, hey, we started off 7-0. We might have faltered, but we still got to the playoffs. A lot of teams were sitting at home, and it was like, hey, we all we got to do is this, that, and the other, and we take that next step. Man, you talking about falling. You wasn't one of the – no, Candyland, bro. You ever play Candyland? And you get all the way to yes, the top sir. of that some gun, right? Yes, sir. And you hit that ladder that takes you all – and I'm not saying they're falling all the way back to, like – you know, four and ten is pretty bad. More than ten is pretty bad. So, everything you've did over, and then you got the injury to Kyle, you got all the stuff that happened to Zach the It's all the offense, Ertz, you know, yeah, and
1: all that stuff. It, it, and, and the time,
0: I mean, so he yeah. might be out the door. Are they going to let Kingsbury go? What do you do with the defense? These are all questions that are going to affect. Like next steps. Now you can call this at four and 10, bro. Well, after a season that we went to the Super Bowl, to the playoffs, you dare I say, all of a sudden you're in a total rebuild Ooh, after, a, yeah. after a going to the playoffs and, you know, everybody's getting excited about this team and Kyler Murray and that, and bruh, four and 10? Yeah. Four and 10 is where we're at now. Right. You know, who knows where we might, you know, four and 13 possibly, whatever it is. Yeah. But, you know, you asked that question about this is going to be – this has to be a total retool, not just the physical. You just can't worry about getting guys back physically. Jay, you're going to have to get dudes back mentally. Okay. You really are going to have to get dudes back mentally. As far as the loss, you, I'll do this real quick. Bruh, when, whoever you are, like as a player, I took some bad losses in my in my lifetime. Now, as soon as the game was over, I had family to go see whether it was on the road, right, or you know people in town. You know, when we we're at home, you know, you might have mom and dad in, or that special young lady, or somebody who might be in for the weekend <laughs> or whatever. And you got to entertain, and that Bruh, <laughs> that you try to shed that law. Lo- you 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 think about it. I see you because here is what we are all self evaluated right? Yeah. After a game, I knew how well or how bad I might have played, and I'm not. Now, the goal is for us to win as a team. That was my goal. Yes. Look at that first. We didn't win. It's a loss. That was through my self-evaluation. Man, I I gave everything. I left it all out on the field. Uh, You know, if I had 30 snaps, you know, 26 of them were good. Two of them were so-so. Another two, yeah, I messed up. So you do your self-evaluation for your own sanity, bro, especially when you're, you know, like you have family and stuff. Yeah. As soon as the game was over. You know, you sit there, you you know, you know, get the speech after the game. Especially those bad ones, you get the speech after the game. It's quiet and everybody's getting their dress on and stuff like that. You know, you shower, get the injuries checked out. As soon as you hit that door, man, you got to put it on a happy
1: face. That's what people, I would think as well. Because yeah, you, you can't just otherwise, – it, otherwise it'll weigh on you too much.
0: It weighs on you too much. And then you got to remember, these are singular events. So yes. you can't it's, – it's one game at a time for 16. And after that game, I'm saying there were times bro, when I'd go out and, you know, I had a whole, you know, if I was playing up in New York, Meadowlands or something like that, and I knew, you know, I had 20, 30 people out there waiting on me, you know, I'd go out and as soon as I see everybody hugs, mom, dad, you know, whoever, some of my teachers, friends, you know, and as soon as I get on that bus, like as soon as, you know, we got to get back, get on the bus, we got to head to the airport you know, we're flying out in a matter of, you know, hours, right? So yeah. you get back on the bus, you know, and you're pulling out and everybody's still standing there and you're waving. Hey, I see you know, I'll call you when I get on it. As soon as you pull away, that's when you go into, like, evaluation mode, because it's too quick to do it when you're in locker room. As soon as yeah. you get back on that bus, bro, it's like, whew, you take the exhale, a little conversation here and there, you know, get to the the the, the the tarmac, you get up on the plane, you got two and a half, three hours or whatever, and you reflect and you, you know, for me, it was decompression, bro. By the time we got home, by the time we, you know, either I had my truck waiting for me at the airport or take the, you know, buses back to the facility, get to the, bro. By the time I got home to my little apartment or whatever, I was fully over that one. Cause I knew I had to get ready for another one. Now here's the kicker film is on Monday. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Right. So, you're going to get a chance to relive it whether it's as a group, as the offensive unit, and then with your individual coach. Is. So, you're you're not escaping it. It's it's just a matter of how you deal with
1: it. <laughs> got you, got you. So, believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So, the the cliff last the last thought I want from you here and then uh, then again take it wherever you decide. And and we have the the game with the the Broncos coming up, but I mean again, this is just we know that
0: Buccaneers coming up.
1: I'm sorry, yeah, yeah thank you. Yeah. With with mm-hmm. uh, with the Buccaneers coming up on on Christmas Day, uh, with Tom Brady coming into town, it's really about evaluation. We know that uh, Colt McCoy is not going to be starting. We know that Trace McSorley is going to be is going to be in there. Um, you know, it's going to be another evaluation opportunity for Trey McBride. When you think of some of these some of these positions, but the I'm just curious because again, when you saw some of the scenes, and you can see it kind of with some of the 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 shots uh, in the in the game in real time. I, I mean, Cliff seems to be maybe at, maybe at his wits end or just again, I, I use the word exasperated when it when it comes to the way in which he's trying to encourage. And he seems to be trying to do that same, almost the definition of insanity is trying to do the same thing over and over again, expecting to rally these troops, your thoughts on him. And what do you, what do you expect to see on display with this game against the Buccaneers?
0: Yeah. Cliff at this point, he is at the uttermost point of despair because every he's trend, God bless him. He's probably tried everything imaginable. One if you're not a great motivator or leader of men, it's hard to fake it. Yeah. And at this point, we've seen the act. And quite mm. honestly, does he inspire you? He doesn't inspire me. No. I mean, he's he's a he looks like a very handsome dude that would probably be a great offensive coordinator. But as far as running the whole organization, it's just not there. Yeah. And at this point, he is scraping the barrel. He's probably calling people that he knows. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, what do I do? You know, they're like, you need to try this, but there are certain things that are just not in your character. There's certain things that you know if you haven't learned it by the time you get into a position like that, it's hard to learn them now. And he seems like a very nice guy, uh, a dude that if he's an offensive coordinator, you can say, go to go construct my offense, and then you know, like I said, I'm the 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 if I'm the head coach. I'm keeping an eye on him, but I'm pretty confident that dude is probably leading my office, but I'm not having him lead the entire brigade. Mm. And that's what it looks like to me at this point. He just is not a uh, uh, he's not a general. He's more of a sergeant or something like that, you know. And quite honestly, he's at the point where, man, he just looks so overwhelmed. And it's almost like throw one more at you, a parent. Who has a kid and maybe he's been trouble his whole life him or her's been a whole trouble their whole life and they've tried everything they possibly can and you know you send them out there and it's like just hope and pray that they do the right thing this time right ring ring two o'clock in the morning yeah well you got your son down here or son of your daughter and you know, so, mm. and you're like what oh yeah you, you but you hang up the phones you got them, you know you got to go pick him up right because he still yeah. starts coaching these last three games right you hang up the phone, you like, and you have to literally sit there for about four or five minutes, like, damn it. I mean, what the hell can I do? Yeah. I mean, I beat him. <laughs> I've put him in timeout. You know, I told him he can't leave the house anymore. Every time I turn around, it's the same damn thing. And you literally have to get that out of your system. I get, It's probably, and I don't know his situation at home. We've seen he's got a beautiful home, right? Yeah. I imagine, and I hope he doesn't have a dog, bro. Because huh. he would be one of them dudes who, at this point. As you know, I'm not advocating kicking dogs and stuff like that. But I can imagine him going home after some of these losses as they build up, build up. Dog just sitting there waiting on you to get home, and just you just want to take a swipe at him, bruh. Right. Because that's how frustrated he looks, and yeah. just you know over his skis. And you know you dra- travel around the valley as much as I do. We both listen to radio, our you know our radio and others, bro. The heat is on out there. Yeah, I've been listening to some of these cats. It's like even I'm like, damn, I thought I was hard on him. They are they are killing him out there right now. Yeah, and if he's unless he's got nothing but DVDs and the iPod in the truck, he's listening and hearing it too. And it, it's just it's rough out there, bro. You can't listen to you it's, can't. It's hard on a play yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, it is. Whoop that, but but it's it's, <laughs> well, it's one of the things is that you can't you can't listen to the press, right? You can't listen. You can't. You got to try to stay away from the radio and some of those things because they love you when it's when you're up, and they kick you when you're down, and you you in. You know you're you're great today. You mess up you mess up today, and they'll tell you how bad you are tomorrow. As if that that they've been holding that the whole time. So you gotta stay away from that,
0: right? As you might, bro. I mean, we're all human, though. Yeah. We all care about what others are saying to about us, right. and especially when you're ha- we're in those public positions. Um, you know, I told you that story when I was over there playing winter ball in the Dominican Republic. Yes, sir. You know, yeah. Yes, I mean, sir. they wanted to whoop my behind. And all I'm like all that over some some baseball, you know. Yeah. So like I say it, and it's and as soon as like you start, I was over there, and I was the talk of the town when I first got there. Then I got sick, and I started struggling a little bit. I went from watching the news every night, and you know, oh, <laughs> <laughs> then all of a sudden I started noticing. It sounded like a couple. They're saying a couple of other things. I, you know, I couldn't stay away, even though I couldn't understand what the hell they were talking about. Right. I was still watching every night because I was like, "What are they saying today?" You know, yeah. that type of thing. So it's it's hard out there, man.
1: Yeah. So what about what are your expectations when it comes to the uh, for for this game against the Buccaneers?
0: <laughs> this is a. I mean, because I mean, it's not as if camp, it's not as if. No. Tom,
1: it's not as no. if it's not as if they they coming in and they they world beaters. No, it's no. Like, what are your expectations? Here's the
0: thing. Tampa Bay as bad as they have been playing, like, right. you know, they got me this past week. I bet I rooted on them and picked them in a confidence confidence pool, pool and right. they just, you know, as bad as they are playing, they still have something to play for. Whereas the Cardinals, I mean, we they are mathematically eliminated. 4-10, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going in with your Heideka, you're going in with your third-string quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. We saw what the result of that was up in Denver. That Tampa is going to light him up like a Christmas tree, or at least attempt to. They're going yeah. to try to light him up like a Christmas tree. This is a dude that has a, I mean, I think a total of 100 and some odd passing yards in the NFL. Yeah. They're going to come after him with every and you're facing bowls and them dudes. They're going to try to light him up. Now, The the you, you could flip it the other way at this point. Now, I will say this to you. Mm-hmm. The Detroit Lions, last year, they were in a similar situation. Okay. And I remember going down the stretch. There were a couple teams they were playing. And I when we were like, I was like, man, you better be ready for anything with Detroit. They might go for a fake punt on their own five-yard Ooh. line because yeah. it was like, what do you have to lose? And they've shown that. They've showed, you know, this year they've gone from one and six, one and seven to seven and seven on a six and one stretch here, doing things that you just wouldn't even imagine. Yeah. They, you know, I do you have any confidence or like excitement that Kingsbury and them are like sitting there, like, look, man, we ain't got nothing to lose. We, what, somebody go get that bag over there. What what tricks we got in there? I don't even have that. I mean, he's, Kingsbury is still, to me, well, let's win a few. Let's at least win a couple on the way out the door, that kind of thing. At this point, man, if you're going to make hay, make hay. Go ahead and just, you know, but I don't have confidence in him that he has that in him. So with that being said, we'll come out with this. Once again, Jay, and I'll say this, one: why did we not try to run the ball down Denver's throat with our third string quarterback, right? Right. Right. Just I mean, literally – Hand off left, hand off right. Hand off left, hand off right. I don't have any confidence that he's going. He's sitting there. I saw in the hard knocks that he's sitting there talking to McStory like, we're going to do the X, Y, Z. Just make sure. Let it rip. You know, just be careful, but let it rip. You know, I'm like, why don't you protect this young man? First off, why we got our backup quarterback? Why we got Colt McCoy out there running read options? There's there's zero reason for Colt McCoy to. I would have told Colt. If you scramble, I'm taking you out of the game. Tuh. If you I pull up, if, if you don't just throw it away, I want you. We got him out there running read options. That's how he got hurt in the first place. So, do you think I, I have any confidence that Kingsbury is going to come up with a game plan that's going to just, hey, we're just going to smash mouth football? We're going to, nah, he's going to get out there and try to be as cute as he wants to be again. Tom Brady's going to do just enough again to get a victory. This is, you know, like I said, they got something to play for. We don't. Yeah, I'm not saying we got guys that are checking out yet, but it. I mean, you can't go up there to Denver against Ripping and get a victory, bro. You ask me about playing against the Goat, who has something to play for, even though they haven't played well lately. Right. This is not going to be pretty. All
1: right, so I got I got Tampa Bay twenty to seventeen. What you got?
0: Oh, you got us scoring seventeen points. Hey, you, know, <laughs> hey, you, you know. want to put a bottle on that? No, no. <laughs> No, Nico would have came in and slapped you across the back of your yes, head. and he said, "Yes, yes yeah, sir. no, I got this one being even." though they they get a couple touchdowns, probably a pick, something that uh, twenty four to like thirteen. It's not even gonna be that close.
1: All right. So on behalf of the one and only Ed Easy Smith, my name is Javon J. Love Adams. We do this t- t- two times a week. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend about what we have going on here. Ed Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. And as always, we are presented by Bet Online. And as we always like to say around this time, uh you can.
0: Come on, man. Say what you chest. I mean, come are you
1: on. You can oh, come on. You come on with me. Let's put a bottle on it. Oh <laughs> no, you better get away from
0: me. <laughs> hey, so we see you again, be easy after folks, and happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Uh Yeah. <laughs> All that good stuff, for
1: sure. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.